listening to SBS On The Money with Ricardo Gonsalves. Hello everyone, I'm Ricardo Gonsalves. This is SBS On The Money from the SBS Newsroom for this Friday, the 27th of November 2020. It is your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap. Later, shares up 11.5% so far in November. One more trading day to go this month. So has the Santa rally come super early? We'll have more on that in a few moments. But first to the AFR Young Rich list and it classifies young being 40 years of age and under and technology entrepreneurs have dominated this year's list which is no surprise given the way we've all turned to the digital world during the pandemic. So Afterpay founder Nicholas Molnar is worth more than $2 billion at just 30 years of age and is at number four on the list. Canva cloud-based graphic designers Melanie Perkins and Cliff Obrecht share the number two spot worth $3.43 billion. And Atlassian business software co-founder Scott Farquhar is at number one. He's worth $17.77 billion, but at 40 years of age, it's his last year being on the rich list. And there are 18 new debutants on the top 100, with the highest ranking being Selvam Sinapan and Winston Widjaratni. They're the founders of mattress company Sleeping Duck. They're at number 33 and worth $150 million. With more, here is the Rich List editor, Michael Bailey. A couple of engineers, they use their engineering expertise to uh, design some uh, pretty good mattresses from all I'm told. And uh, yeah, we've, we've valued the business at about $300 million. Could even be worth more if they go to a float next year. It's one of these online businesses, which we see plenty in the young rich this year, doing very well of the fact that shops were closed for a lot of this year uh, and people have a lot of money to spend that they hadn't, haven't been spending on going out and international holidays. Um, so, yeah, Winston and Selvam, also uh, the uh, children of uh, migrants to Australia. So it's a good, a good story all around. Michael Bailey there, the AFR Rich List Editor. And another debutante is Jeremy Cabral, who is the co-founder of comparison website Finder. The 34-year-old is ranked at number 98 and is worth $30 million, according to AFR. And I spoke with Jeremy earlier today. Jeremy, what's it like to be on the Young Rich List? Look, it's um, an incredible honour. There's some amazing people on the list, and I think... It's really a reflection of what we've achieved here at Finder as a company, just an amazing crew working hard every single day. Can you tell me about your path to Finder? Yeah, I got ex exposed to computers at a pretty young age. My dad won a competition uh, through work and, and won an Amstrad computer and that got me using them pretty early on. Um, and I think I just had this curiosity and, and when we eventually got the internet, I was able to do a lot of research and understand how search engines work. So, I think that curiosity is really key, but overall for me, it's the, the personal sacrifice that you need to make in order to, to get above everything. You know, it's, it's that work ethic that, um, that matters the most. I really learned a lot of that through my parents. They started a, a business when I was around 15 years old and that just really taught me what it took to succeed. It was just, you know, things like cold calling and, and door knocking or whatever it took to, to earn a crust. And I, I really, um, I think that work ethic is what's flowed through my career and allowed me ultimately to be um, achieving the success of, I've had. And what business did your parents have? My parents, um, they originally came to Australia from Portugal and my dad started off in, in sales, um, but then eventually 
um, kind of had enough of it, uh, came home, um, spent two weeks kind of pondering on the next move and decided to start, to start a company called JEM Promotional Products, which is basically selling merchandise, things uh, printed with company logos. Um, I didn't know much about what that was as an industry, so I really took it upon myself to make sure that I immersed myself in that company to do whatever it took to see that succeed. Um, yeah, so they've been running that still successfully today, and um, yeah, it's 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 a business built off hard work and um, and just blood, sweat, and tears. Can you tell me a bit about how you went from school to where you are now at Finder? So yeah, through school, I I, I worked you know quite a lot actually, um, and I think that that learning to balance both my schoolwork and and my work as you know I had a, a job at Big W doing night fill um, was challenging but it also taught me the discipline required and, and how to be effective and really focused um, you know the day I finished my HSC I actually went home went over to my parents office and started working I didn't do anything like schoolies or anything like that and I think those sort of sacrifices whilst tough ultimately lead you to a path where you, you understand the value of that hard work and and that's what's required to, to succeed in life um, you know I, I studied I chose to study marketing at university um, I had the choice between computer science and marketing I chose marketing mainly because I, I saw it uh, benefit the family business um, and you know stayed on with that I actually never saw myself really leaving the company but when it came to um, some of the technology projects I was working on I was, I was particularly passionate about those I had some ideas around how to I guess get really strong results within search engines and I developed some concepts which I then went and worked on directly with the company that built them for me. Um, and at that time I then uh, met Fred who I was following pretty closely um, online and, and he he put out a tweet uh, which was asking for my recommendation on, on which phone to get. Well, not, he didn't ask for my recommendation but he asked for a recommendation on which phone to get. And this is Fred, one of the co-founders of Finder. Yeah, one of the, the co-founders of Finder, um, alongside Frank Frustuscher and myself. Um, and yeah, I, can, I actually bought the first uh, iPhone 3G uh, phone in Australia, well, the first, the day it was released, and wrote a concise tweet back to him recommending that he get this iPhone, which was pretty remarkable in its impact. You know, the, a serious smartphone that was internet enabled, and it was a game changer, obviously, thereafter. Um, that tweet caught his attention. Um, we ended up connecting at a conference and started talking about the big idea of the, f of the future and, and this business finder and, and what we could do together. Um, and then the rest is really history. Do you think your migrant background helped you at all in business? My parents migrated from Portugal. Um, they didn't know a word of English and when they came here. And you know that ultimately meant that they, you know, they had a lot to do that to in order to succeed they had to you know learn the language and and work up the ladder and and that you know i think the portuguese culture really you know is is a fascinating one there's you know big focus on sport so i think that's embedded that kind of competitive spirit within it um but also you know watching my dad and, and my mum and how hard they worked when i was a kid you know they just they honestly just had such incredible work ethic and, and that for me definitely had such a major impact on, on my life and just knowing that hard work was just normal and that's what you needed to do if you wanted to succeed and, and get the things you wanted in life. Jeremy Cabral there, the co-founder of 
Finder and uh, debutante on the Rich List 198, according to AFR. Now to the Australian share market, the ASX 200 down today by 0.5%. The banks leading the charge lower, Westpac off by 0.9%. Energy stocks also down, Santos off by 2%, and health stocks also weak as CSL lost 1.3%. Gold rose though, Newcrest up 0.7%. Bigger cheese came out of a trading halt 7% firmer after the successful uh, partial completion of a capital raise, which it will use to buy some of Lion's Dairy and Drinks business. And China hit Australian wine with tariffs of around 200% today. So it hit Treasury wine stocks down 11% before it entered a trading halt. For more on the day's action, I spoke earlier with Fiona Clark from Merrick's Capital. Fiona, the market is down today. Why? Yes, well, there's not really much to go on. We had US markets closed overnight for Thanksgiving, so we didn't have much in the way of international lead. So I think it's just a bit of a easing in momentum as we look to the very volatile period ahead. We've got uh, Black Friday ahead in the US uh, tonight, which is a very important uh, session for the US market. It's traditionally um, one of the biggest trading days of the year, and it's an indication of a, the consumer sentiment or the health of the economy more generally. So all eyes will be on uh, trading performance of the retailers over the next few days. Uh, the National Retail Association in the US or Federation is suggesting that we're going to see growth of between 3.6% and 5.2% uh, this year, which is a pretty strong performance compared to the you know, average over the last five years of 3.5%. Um, but it will be uh, it will potentially be volatile because, of course, bricks and mortar stores will be affected by COVID. So expecting to see strong performance of the online retailers. In the meantime, the futures in the US are down. So um, that's how a bit of an impact on our market today as well. We have seen such a strong November. Where do you see the market going? Yes, records for the month. Um, this is the for the ASX 200. It's the best um, month on on record in the 20 years, and for the ASX, it's the the best performance uh, for a month since 1988. So, um, where to forward? Well, looking at the reasons why we've seen that rally. You know, the vaccine hopes, the smooth supposedly smooth transition to uh, to Joe Biden's uh, presidency and, of course, um, record levels of monetary stimulus around the world and fiscal support for markets. All of those things are going to continue. So, um, you know, in some ways there isn't that they will continue to support markets. Um, but offsetting that, we do have this increasingly perilous health crisis in the US with those case numbers continuing to grow day by day. And they will have a very real impact on growth and jobs. So I think that uh, there is a potential for further gains despite these records, but it, it won't be smooth sailing. So is a Santa rally on the cards? Because we normally see one. That's right. It feels to me like we've actually found Santa's secret hiding place and opened up all the presents before the day. Um, having said that, um, you know, sometimes these seasonal trends are self-fulfilling. So I think with um, with low such low global interest rates, there really isn't much of an alternative for all of this money stimulus uh, to find a home. Dividend yields comparison to, you know, money in the bank um, is still very attractive, particularly since those dividends will continue to grow. Uh, so I do think that, we you know, we do have scope for a little bit more of a Santa rally ahead. Fiona Clark there from Merit Capital. That is SBS on the money for this Friday, the 27th of November 2020. I'm Ricardo Gonsalves. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at BusinessRicardo. This SBS on the money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. 
content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. You should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decisions.